Ladies and gentlemen, hey, this is Will. This is uh, another fun-packed episode of Conversations About Dot, Dot, Dot. Today, as we advise, we're going to come together and talk about our version of Ultimate Mortal Kombat. I, I have to kind of maintain this level because the normal way you say Mortal... Like you just, most people just don't say Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? Like Most people kind of just you know yell it out like mad, raving lunatics of people. We may do that at some point, but we're trying to keep it kind of, kind of woosah, kind of, kind of calm, kind of cool. But I'm not alone. As I mentioned, I said we. So first of all, I have special guest today. So I'm going to introduce him first before I introduce the others. Uh, I have from the secret basements of dens of of mystical places and entrapments in which even you know Agatha Harkness couldn't get out of uh, the elusive. The illustrious Pie Man is here today. Hey! Currently, I'm trapped in a Stygian vault. Ooh. I have no idea what that is, but that sounds creepy. Yeah, it's not great. Okay. Fair enough. We de definitely don't... Uh, definitely... T we, well, you know, we, we will offer all the support we can, but at the same time, we're kind of leery as to how we get in there to help get you out. So we might need some help. Nah, it's fine. I'll be out in a few weeks. Okay, fair enough. As long as you know, you're good. And then I have the talented Rascal Bros with us. Hey, um, <clears throat> what's going on, everybody? It's me, Smider Roscoe. I brought a puzzle box for the cell that Pyman's supposed to be in, but it's weird because it looks like a half, like, rotating box thing. I brought Jingles here. He has the other half. We haven't figured it out yet. I think we're supposed to put the two halves together, or... No, we tried that, but they don't clasp. Uh, uh, I mean, we're going to get you out of there in a minute. Yeah, it's just got to... No, don't, don't summon the Cenobites. We didn't summon the Cenobites. This is also summon the Cenobites, and it's a key for your coffin? Uh, I, I I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not. Look, I'm not an I'm not a necromancer. No, no, it's fine. We we went to your house. We uh, pushed open the the bookcase that you, you, you this, your hidden base is located at. Big air quotes there. Big air quotes. Uh, we pushed. Oh, you the, found the case. We found the door. We went inside. Uh, we went down. Found the secret lab. Then we pushed open the bookcase there. Uh, to go even further down to your hidden library. And we and just, we, we, we were like, oh, this puzzle box that's on this pedestal with the light shining on it. That should be the right one. That should yeah. get him out. Yeah, but then. Wait, is it, was, it the, was it the one with the Colchesian runes? Or was it the one with the, uh, um, the Hyborian hieroglyphs? Hang on a sec. Um, now, I don't actually know what Sanskrit looks like, but this looks like Sanskrit. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the Hyborian runes. Okay. Hey, what was you that about? You got the wrong one. Go back. Oh, you got to okay. go back. We got to go back. We got to go back. We uh, don't have we'll, time right now. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you later. We, we got to go to get this taken care of. Oh, dear. Well, in that case, goodbye, everybody. I love it. Seriously. Uh, so, first things first, there's a couple of news items, I believe, that uh, me and the fellows wanted to discuss slightly. For a bit, uh, I wanted to bring to the table the news about the title for the latest Spider-Man movie was dropped upon us this week. It was. That is correct. So uh, we now know that this next movie will not be uh, Spider-Man: Fallen Home, uh, for, according to the according to the huge poster board that they had on the wall because of legal reasons. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and all the other different names that they threw out over the course of a day or two. I think Zendaya was in on it. I think everybody was in the main cast was throwing out different random things. Mm-hmm. But um, the actual title is No Way Home. No Way Home. Uh, which could incite that Peter and his friends are somehow stuck in the multiverse. I think it's pretty to, obvious they're going and, that route. And they're trying to get home, and they can't. So, um, I mean, it makes sense when you think about the fact that they've recast uh, the uh, Alfred Molina, who's the guy that played Dr. Octopus. You know, uh, they recast, um, of course, the Jamie Foxx to come in as um, Electro, you know, and they've recast other people in the different Spider-Man movies across the Sony movies as well as across the Marvel films. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all works. Uh, I'm kind of excited about it. It's very ambitious. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's a good space for us, though for us as uh, fans of the MCU because that's what we thought about with the Avengers and then eventually Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, And I feel like with them moving the horizon and the goalpost farther and farther out, uh, I like it. I I like that little bit of nervousness that we have. And what's interesting too is I do believe that Doctor Strange will play a key part. Uh, They've already stated that Benedict Cumberbatch will be involved in the Spider-Man movie in kind of a similar role to what Tony was to Peter. Oh, he's taking over the mentor, huh? Yeah, so here's my question. Thousand points and all that jazz. Um, So does this mean at some point we're going to get Spider-Man, the um, Sorcerer Supreme? Do we get that alternate reality version of Spider-Man maybe in the multiverse? Ooh. <laughs> you know, it's not a deep cut. No, it's just it doesn't sound as silly as you might think it does. I can see him going that route. Which one again? Look, uh, the the Sorcerer Supreme Spider Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah, maybe they could do it. Like I, I wouldn't put it past him at this point. Look, there's only one thing that I've been needing from uh, multiverse Spider Man stuff, and they haven't given it to me yet. Uh, I think I know what that is. You should. You, you know what it is? I think it's Spiders Man. Yeah, I need Spiders Man. <laughs> Are we talking Earth X? Um, Earth X Spider Man from Alex Ross's Earth X. There was basically a suit, Spider Man suit, full of spiders. Yes. Is that what Spiders yeah. Man? That's what okay. Spiders Man is. Precisely. Yes. I need Spiders yeah. Man. <laughs> Spiders Man. Well, you never no, know. I want the uh, the Gene Lords or whatever they were called from the the, the future cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, from Spider-Man Unlimited. Yeah, the, uh, the evolutionary. Yeah. or some. I can't remember what they were called. Yeah, I don't remember what they were called either. Like it was part of those early two thousands, late nineties. So everything had an oid at the end of it. Yeah. So like the adaptoids, the evolutionoids. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, but the super adaptoids were the super adaptoid was actually in the comics long before that time too. So I don't know if they based that off of that, but I know that the Super Adaptoid have been around a bit. Well, then give us the Super Adaptoid, even though that belongs to a completely different company. The High Evolutionary. Yes. Yeah. Well, I knew about the High Evolutionary. I wasn't sure if that was... Because isn't that that a Kree thing? Um, I think he kind of transcends the Kree and... uh, 
the Korean Scroll Empire. I think he's just kind of outside of all that. He's basically meddles with all the different genetics of all the people. Look, man. Hey, who 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 messes with genes more? Uh, the High Evolutionary or Mister Sinister? Mm. Uh, I'm gonna say High Evolutionary gets the prize for that. I mean, I think he does it on a much more global. And an intergalactic level, as opposed to Mister Sinister, just pretty much messing with stuff, just trying to figure out how to get into them, um, them Jean Grey, Scott Summers jeans. <laughs> That's the only I mean, ones he cares about. I, there, I distinctly remember a an X Men storyline where Mister Sinister was the High Evolutionary's mentor. Ah. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I wasn't aware of that. That's fun. That, that will take some research. Look, I just uh, want them to stop being cowards and actually show us Mojo World. <laughs> just, just give us a whole, just give us a Spider-Man game and call it No Games at Home. A Spider-Man movie that's called No Games at Home and literally arcades the villain. Oh man! Oh, that's a deep. Cut. I, I, I think I think we're we're uh, well on our way to getting arcades somewhere. Oh yeah. Yeah, things you know. are getting they're getting too esoteric for me. We're not going to get any of the like the cool like more down to earth villains now like Chameleon or something. Yeah, yeah. Chameleon. No, like, what we, about we can't have Chameleon now. Nope. It's too it's too crazy. He's too crazy. We can't need Stilt Man. Dude, I would dude, there was an issue of the Punisher comics where Stilt Man shows up and Frank just loses it. Frank's yep. just like, "Wait, let me get this straight. You're one of the lowest level low level villains ever in all creation." And they sent you to come get me. He's like, and, I, and basically he was like, "Oh, you're just a guy with guns. You have no real abilities. It's not like I can't take you down." And Frank just blasts Stiltman's legs to the point where he just yeah. falls like thirty stories. And it's like, "Oh, you broke my legs. You're lucky I didn't kill you." <laughs> like, I'm just like, yeah, I may not have superpowers, but you know what I did have? A family. <laughs> family, family, family. <laughs> oh, goodness. By the way, guys. I just appreciate the gag that Tom Holland was all like, oh, they gave me another fake name, you guys. And they're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we did, did Tom. Because you tend to spoil things, sir. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't spoil things, and the, well, yeah, you do. So now Benedict we're gonna have to treat you like a child. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch gets on the phone. He's like, "Tom, you spoil all the things. They sent me on press junkets with you to make sure you didn't spoil stuff." Honestly, my favorite one of those was when they're sitting right next to each other, and they ask, they ask Tom a uh, a pretty important plot question about Infinity War. And, li- like, Tom has actually opened up his mouth to start saying something, and Benedict comes in and says, I'll field this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. I love Tom, though. He's great. Yeah, he is great. Very charming. Yeah. So well, then, Didn't you say you had some before the podcast? I, I did, say, but I was I, waiting I, for I, Will to finish. I, I didn't I want gonna, you to forget. Yeah. Oh, I'm I was also just going to mention, I believe today is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. As far as the first game coming out? A couple of days ago. A couple of, okay, so a couple of days ago. But we're in that land, so uh, I personally uh, tried to play the games. Wasn't that great, Adam? But I also played the card game a few different times in my life. And interesting. You know, I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think my favorite moment was when I actually built an Incineroar deck because I was like, he looks like a wrestler. 
she was fired of his title belt. That's all I did in life. You know? <laughs> He's a great design. He doesn't just look like a wrestler, Will. He, he is, is a wrestler. They and they really because uh, what's great about um, about Smash Brothers mm. is that which Will also doesn't play. Right. Um, what's great about Smash Brothers is that Smash Brothers shows a lot of love to every character that they ever put on the roster. Yeah, and a lot of reference, deep references to the video games that the characters are from. And what's great about Incineroar is that he has built-in taunts for every single one of his moves. As long as you connect. Yeah, if you if you hit, he'll do like a little taunt with pretty much all of his moves. Yeah, did we great. ever tell you what his uh, designation was? No. He's the heel Pokemon. Oh. In the Pokedex, he is Incineroar, the heel Pokemon. H-E-E-L. That's, that's, that's incredible. Isn't his super move uh, Darkest Lariat? He, he has Darkest Lariat. Um, I'm trying to remember. Max Malicious Moonsault? Yeah. Max Malicious Moonsault is his uh, final smash. Yeah, which he basically tosses somebody. like He throws them against the ropes, launches them in the air, and then comes down with his head first. Yep. And lands on him head first. He does suplexes. He does lariats. Mm-hmm. No, he does darkest lariats. He also does... Uh, one of his moves is literally he grabs you and throws you against ropes that he just summons from the ground. Yeah. And then he clotheslines <laughs> you. Yeah. And again, if you connect with it, he'll pose afterwards. Heck yeah, he will. And I always and try as, to let him pose afterwards. And as, as far as I can tell, he never drops the heel heat. He do- He never drops the heat. Woo! <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Never break. You see, the Pikachu Libre wears a mask, so sometimes Pikachu Libre she could take off the mask and just be a Pikachu every once in a while. Incineroar can't do that. No, nope, he. Everybody he, knows Incineroar. What's the name of that guy from AEW that is just like he's full heel mode all the time? Oh, I don't remember his name, but I think you're. I think I know what he was flipping off kids. Yeah, right? he, yeah. He, he took a picture with a kid. Oh, come on, uh, come on. Uh, uh, M. Yeah, it starts with an M. M something. I know who you're MJF. talking about. MJ, MJF. Yeah, MJF. Thank you. Well, yeah, speaking but... of AEW, speaking of AEW, real quick, you know they saw in Paul White to the ADW. Well, there but goes my news. He. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't know it was a scoop. Whatever. So, did you guys hear that AEW signed Paul White, (laughs) a.k.a. The Big Show? No? Cool, let me tell you about it. I I actually didn't. Big Show, after 22 years, I believe, in the WWE, has now left the WWE and has signed to AEW. Yep. They'll make his appearance next week. Wow. That's crazy. We won't get to hear that. We won't get to hear that. It's the big show song anymore. Unless he comes back to WWE, if and when they decide to put him in the Hall of Fame. Unless Vince is still alive and Vince is still angry with him. And they're all like, Triple H is all like, but Vince, uh, he was with us for 22 years. He went to AEW, Triple H. I don't care. You go to AEW. You're divorcing Stephanie. That's it. You can't do it. Like, uh, that's pretty hard, Stephanie. <laughs> no AEW for you. I'm done with this. What I thought was very interesting about this news is that a lot of his co-workers in um, the locker room had no idea that he had plans on going to AEW at all. 
Well, really? so this yeah. was actually a shock. To this people. was a shock to a lot of people backstage as well. Man, Big Show has oh. had like the most heel and face turns of like, oh, gosh, any yeah. wrestler. He has indeed. Big Show has been Big Show is like one of the biggest schizophrenic uh, characters ever. Like one minute he's <laughs> angry and punching people in the face, next thing you know he's crying because slap Stephanie slaps him. You know, he's yeah. just crying tears of buckets of tears. You know, so it just depends, I guess, on what they write for him. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, it's true. He was just—he was whatever they needed for the storyline. But yeah. then, you know, now he—he he gets the chance. We finally get to see that. We—we uh, we may finally get this, to see that one Shaq and um, Big Show match that we never got to see in WWE. Truly, unlikely. <laughs> How do you figure unlikely? Considering Shaq's going to be on the show next week wrestling Cody. I figure unlikely because um, AEW respects the wrestlers too much for that. I didn't say Shaq was going to go over. (laughs) 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 Guys, you don't understand. We need to get Shaq over. No, this is what's going to happen. They're going to do it just like they did last time where they're going to have the Royal Rumble. They're going to have Shaq and Big Show in there. And then the entire cast is going to eliminate both of them at the same time again. And I hate you, Vince! (laughs) And they're just going to walk out hand in hand hugging each other like they're bros. Did you, did you really want to see... That would be such a hoss fest. <laughs> That's the point! Sometimes I just need two big sweaty dudes just beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Sometimes I want to watch my action figures destroy one another. Also, <laughs> also, I just I just don't want Shaq anywhere near my wrestling anymore. Shaq is in too much stuff, and I'm tired of seeing him in what? things. Yeah, I... Look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. fatigue. I am. I Uh-oh. have so much Shaq fatigue. Thank you. That's 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 exactly the phrase I need. You said Shaq fatigue. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I I I have seen too much Shaq. I I got. I was totally done with Shaq when uh, Shaq was gonna start a comedy YouTube channel where he was gonna do a bunch of sketches, mm. and uh, he had the Bane mask on and. They're all like, oh, oh. No. and he was like, oh, you no. look like Bane. Stop, stop, and, stop. And, they're, and he was like, stop. and they're like, we can't understand him. He's wearing a mask. And I was just so like, ha, 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 We couldn't understand him because he's Shaq. Yeah. The the real joke is Shaq can't speak. <laughs> uh, look, look, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Uh, I, I've been working on a speech coach, working on my therapist, trying to figure out ways to deal with stuff, because I want to be able to talk to Charles Barkley about the NBA, stuff like that. <laughs> every so often, you know, I got to get in the ring with Cody and, and some of the other people, and I got to sit there and do my, get my wrestling on, a couple of kids, but they want to see me wrestle. One of these days, I'm going to get ready. The assistants, the assistants in the back of the room. Did he say something about Charles Barkley and getting in the ring with Cody? Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. You didn't know what I said. Look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a platinum. I have a platinum rap album. How many people can say that? You can't say that, writer. Person hey, is that Kazam? There. Hey, hey, don't make fun of my movies. I was a steal. One of the greatest superhero movies ever. They keep talking about the black superheroes and stuff. I was in one of the first black superhero movies to ever be on there, ever. Like before Blade, I think. Hey, it wasn't Shaq. before Blade. I was bigger. Uh, than, I was always been bigger than Wesley Snipes. I'm just saying. 
Shaq, quick question. Which one of your two cross-eyed eyes do we look at? You don't look at my eyes. You look at my fist. Oh, oh okay. Face the face with him. Yeah, don't don't look Shaq in the face. It, it bothers him. I'm going to ask you one question. It's the most important question you need to ask yourself. You want me to shoot it? You want me to pass it? Or do you want me to slam? That's what you need to, that's what you need to ask yourself. Everything else is irrelevant. The diesel's in the building. Shaq Fu forever, baby. <laughs> okay, okay, great. What we want you to do is to is to retire. <laughs> Please retire. <laughs> oh, poor hey, Big Show. You poor know, Big Show. You know who I would always want to see show up in the ring and just be a terrific heel? Incineroar. Mm. Yeah. Well, Will, Will doesn't know anything about uh, Pokemon. Uh, I, I know about it because of a card game, but I don't know enough about like the video game side of it. Because or the cartoons. I never, owned, I never owned a Game Boy, and by the time Pokemon cartoons came out, there was already so many other cartoons I was watching. So, oh yeah, that's how we got started talking about Shaq, wasn't it? We were talking yeah. about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're talking about we're talking about Big Show going to AEW. Oh, we were. Oh, we yeah, were, okay, never mind. We were talking about Incineroar, and we talked about wrestling, and then Will's all like, "Oh, that reminds me, guys. Oh, is that <laughs> Jingles' topic? Let me shove that out of the way real quick." Well, it's not I like didn't you know. Were <laughs> no, I, didn't I know. know. Steady on, steady on. <laughs> Brother, like, stop! He's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start my own podcast by myself. I'm just going to talk about news that people already know about. <laughs> I can see well, it isn't now. that technically all news? Hey, Something somebody I or... didn't know. Oh, okay, <laughs> Pyman didn't know. Yep. I did not know. Paul White, the big show, is now in AEW. Uh, but yes, yeah, yeah. 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, Pokemon was really big when we were kids, so Smider Pyman and I are kind of we kind of really like Pokemon. Um, we so, periodically like to go and touch the vein every once in a while. Yeah, we, we put oh. our fingers on the pulse of, of Pokemon, Pokemon every, so every once in a while. Just to see where it's at. Cause surprisingly lively lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we thought it was slowing down a bit, but no, it's, it's, it's going back up again. So many announcements from Nintendo. Yep. And um, yeah, the, bringing back old games, new cards, new... New games. Mm-hmm. Um, we're excited about a bunch of that stuff, um, but I don't know how much of it you want us to talk about, Will, because you won't know what we're talking about. So, well, I was really excited right. for the new games, and they were. I was like, oh, I wonder what systems they'll be on. I wonder if it'll be on the 3DS. Oh wait, no, the 3DS is dead. Never mind. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing about it. You know, I went to McDonald's the other day, and I was like, gonna grab some food. And so I walked in and I was doing an order and like, I was like, Hey, you know, I hear y'all sell those, I see y'all sell those Pokemon packs. You know, is it okay if I buy a couple of packs or whatever? And the first guy was like, no, we can't sell them. We're not allowed to sell them at all. You have to get them on a happy meal. It's like, Oh, okay. Well then that's a no go. Cause I'm not going to spend $4 on a pack of Pokemon cards. Only has like two or three cards in it. Like that's silly. And then, like, the girl came out behind and was like, well, sir, you can buy two packs if you want to. And then they proceeded to tell me that the credit card machine didn't work. So I couldn't buy anything because <laughs> all I had was a credit card. So it's like, what was the point of that? 
So Well, they thought you had cash. Yeah, I guess so. But I didn't. So, oh well. My loss, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I know they're selling like the Pokemon cards and McDonald's Happy Meals, which means they'll either overproduce the living snot out of them and they won't be worth anything, or they'll make just enough to make them valuable again. Well, if it's anything like the, the Yu-Gi-Oh cards that uh, McDonald's did years back, yeah, they probably won't be worth much. No, they're not. <laughs> Definitely not. I still have, I have a Meteor Dragon, still. And it's like, ooh, I wonder how much my Meteor Dragon is worth now. Oh, 30 cents, cool. You know, Pie Man, uh, I have this really nice foil Ancient Mew card, but do you know who else has one of those? Uh, anybody who went to the movie? Literally everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you I go. actually don't have a foil Ancient Mew. I you wish don't? I did. No, oh. I, didn't, I didn't get to go see the movie. <gasps> we should watch the movie. Yeah, I did. Well, I've seen it. I just didn't get to go see it. In no, no. We should watch it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I won't argue with that. You can come over. We'll put it on the TV and we'll have like popcorn. Uh, we'll also buy like a whole bunch of candy, but you have to pay for that candy for like three dollars for like a single M M&M. and M. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there you go. That sounds like a jam. All right. So. Are we ready to discuss our ultimate Mortal Kombat? Uh, I think so. I don't have any news now. Okay. Well, you had news. I just was unaware that it was the big show thing. And, and before we get started, I have to lay down one ground rule right now, okay? Yeah. No, Smider, you cannot have New Jack in this game. So... I wasn't about to experience any sort of level of disappointment with this podcast or this episode. But now, my disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. Oh, dear. Are you boys going never, ahead and enjoy your podcast? I'm out! I, I, I never meant to ruin your day, but I'm just saying, like, I, just, I, had, to put the, I had to put the kibosh on that. There's, there's you just no basically said, uh, uh, by the way... I know that nobody mentioned cake, but Smiter doesn't get to have any cake. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just—I <laughs> don't know if that's the same thing, but sure. I, I just like, had, I, I don't appreciate. I had this mental image of this analogy of like <laughs> last week. Will is all like everybody. We're gonna go to Chuck E. Cheese, and Smiter's like, "Yes, I love Chuck E. Cheese." And when when we get to Chuck E. Cheese. Then Will is all like, oh, by the way, Smiter, you, you're not allowed to have any pizza and you're not allowed to play on any of the arcade games. <laughs> Dude, what am I here for? <laughs> you can go watch the animatronic show. That's it. <laughs> I don't even like those things. The thing that's no probably spawned. Oh, that's the another. Thing that's probably Five Nights at Freddy's right there. That's the another thing. I don't know if you guys uh, heard about this, but there's this person that uh, found a discarded... Uh, uh, Chuck E. Cheese animatronic in a landfill, and they like rescued it, and they're like uh, working on repairing it and stuff. Yeah, I, I did see that somebody found it. The, yeah. the poor thing was it looked very sad. It, it was <laughs> it was like oh, yeah. it really it, okay. did, it 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 didn't look frightening at all. Everybody's like, oh, it's so creepy. Yeah. Like no, it looks depressed. It looks like a depressed guy. Well, Smiter, if you want to bring New Jack into the Mortal Kombat world, you certainly no, can. No, no, I didn't want to do it now. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's he, all on you now. He doesn't want your pity. He doesn't want your pity. <laughs> Don't you patronize me. <laughs> okay. So let me lay down the ground rules for this. So, basically... We don't want what happened to DC Universe versus Mortal Kombat. So here's why I'm laying these ground rules. So it can be any character from pop culture, but they must be able to function in the original, in the old school Mortal Kombat world, which means they must be able to kill. If there are people that would sit there and be like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't have Snoopy in a Mortal Kombat game because Snoopy is the Red Baron and he'd never kill anybody, then chances are we're not going to put Snoopy in the, in the Mortal Kombat game. Technically, you know. Snoopy was not the Red Baron. Snoopy hated the Red Baron. He yep. was the Flying Ace. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Come on, Ned. Why aren't you up on your Snoopy lore? <laughs> Why haven't you been reading about the Snoopy expanded universe? <laughs> that that the deep peanuts backstory. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. That, Case in point, for example, so yes. in that instance, you wouldn't bring Snoopy into Mortal Kombat because he's not a gotcha. character who would be autonomous with killing type gotcha. thing. So, basic thing, so bring in your characters. I am only going to bring like three characters to it myself. That's just me. Uh, you guys bring as many as you want or as few as you want. Okay. You know, so we're just going to round robin it. We're going to do one, talk about why, and then bounce to the next person. So, Pyman. It's going to be most illustrious of us as guests. I'd like you to start, sir. All right, so Mortal Kombat, or yeah. as mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Lambert said in the 1995 film, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> um, or as the announcer from those uh, early 2000s game, Mortal Kombat. Yes, that's exactly how he said it. I don't know why his voice always grossed me out. Like, especially when he was like, more cop. <laughs> more cop. <laughs> well, it's, it's supposed to be um, Shao Kahn. Yeah. No, Shao Kahn says you suck. <laughs> yeah, Shao Kahn says everything. It's because he's watching the, he's presiding over the tournament, yeah. so he, he announces it all. I thought that was Ed Boon. I mean, it is Ed Boon. <laughs> but it's Man, why are you confusing okay. me? <laughs> because Mortal Kombat is a convoluted, twisted, dumb mess. It sure is. Um, man, I I, I was I was kind of gonna go for some low hanging fruit, mm-hmm. but I know that if I if I pick this character, everybody's gonna get mad because they were thinking this character. No. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Frank Castle, the Punisher. Nice. Oh. Okay. I think he would fit very well in the Mortal Kombat universe. I mean, we've already got a lot of, like, you know, commando-style characters. Rambo, uh, the Terminator. Kombat. So I don't, think, I don't think it would be too hard to tie him into the universe. Like, he decided to work with the Special Forces, you know, to take out the Black Dragon or the Red Dragon, if you... Uh, go a little further in the lore. Uh. Um, uh, like, it'd be pretty easy. Just do a palette swap of, like, Striker or something. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of Striker. No one no was one Striker. Was. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's like a he's like a side character now at mm. best. 
Hey What's guys, it's me, Striker. Did anybody need me? <laughs> no. <laughs> he was in ten, wasn't he? Uh, uh, he was not, in nine. Not as a playable character. Oh, no. nine. He was nine, in nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Cage just sitting there like, hey, Stryker, yeah, can you make us some sandwiches? We're going to be really hungry after this fight. No, but I got, like, tonfa, though. No, Stryker, no. <laughs> hey, <laughs> look, Cabal! Hey, Cabal! Hey, come on, man. Sweet! Cabal's awesome! I love Cabal! You know what I, uh, you know what I like about uh, Stryker in MK9? <laughs> uh, he's he dies? Like, he's like, well, that, and, like, he's the most... Uh, like as a concept, the most approachable, down to earth, like easy to understand character, because he's a cop and yeah. that's it. And he's played by one of like the safest picks of a voice actor you could ever have, yep. Matt Mercer. Matt Mercer. Oh, Matt! Matt voiced him in nine. Oh, that's yep. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That that is that is a nice pick. I mean, okay, so so yeah, Frank Castle. I think we, as we all know, perfectly willing to kill. Right. No qualms whatsoever about lighting somebody up, or tearing their limbs off, or cutting their throat. Right. So on and so forth. So I think just setting wise, he would fit in quite well. Would be easy to integrate. Uh, theme wise, perfect for the role. Uh, you know, he's he's got a mission. You could tie it into a Mortal Kombat storyline very easily. Just have him do what he does, which is hunt down and kill bad guys. Yep. And you got yourself a character on the roster right there. Perfect. 10 out of 10. And Shao Kahn can even try to turn him by saying, hey, if you'll come fight with me, I'll use my mystical, magical ways in order to bring back your family. Yeah, yeah, you're brutal and bad. Come with me. I'll bring your family back. And he's like, no. And then he shoots him in the face. Yeah. Come and join me, Castle. <laughs> I will incite the powers of the sorcerer Quan Chi. And that's when Frank goes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good first choice. Not a bad first choice. Are we picking guest characters? Is that what it is? That's what well, it, I mean, you're just bringing in characters into this ultimate version of Mortal Kombat that we're casting. Okay, because like it makes me wonder, like just any character, like including the previous existing roster of Mortal Kombat. Well, I'm thinking people in pop culture outside of the game itself. Okay, because that feels more like our top three guest picks, and I can totally get behind that. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, this yeah. is uh, this is this is our our ultimate DLC packs. Ultimate packs. Because I was just going to be like, you know, going over characters that I like from previous games. Okay. Now that that's been made clear, I'm going to think a little bit harder. (laughs) Okay. Now use my brain. (laughs) Well. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll yield to whoever's next. All right. So if I'm next, I've got my first Lobo from DC Comics War. Uh, okay. and somebody would say, "Well, why would you bring Lobo? Because he killed his whole entire planet, <laughs> minus himself." Okay, like he's a killer almost par excellence compared to other killers. It's one thing to say, "Oh, I killed a bunch of people." It's like I wiped out my whole entire planet, sans me. And I mean, I'm talking old school Simon Beasley origin. I'm not talking about that new weird 
weird boy band looking Lobo that they got out now that just kind of freaks me out every time I see him. And I think the current Lobo came back and killed the old, killed that one. Like he basically was just like, "No, you're not me." <laughs> you know, there's only uh, one me. You know, but yeah, was, I feel like. Are you thinking the? Is it this the 2014 Lobo from? Uh, the really skinny one see. that looked like he was like Justin Timberlake with some facial hair. Yeah, yeah, he's he's he's, yeah. I I, th- I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, and he was all like, you know, I. My, I have thought-provoking ideas to why I commit acts of violence. It's like, why are we getting soliloquies with Lobo? Why do I hate this dude? Like, the old, <laughs> big old, huge, thick old Lobo, thick old, greasy, I fought Santa Claus, I fought God, I fought Satan. You know, Lobo, that's what I'm talking about. Who is this dude? Somebody come get your hands, because this is horrible. But yeah, no, that Lobo, it just literally, all I need is the hook, the dog, and maybe a fatality involving the bike. Okay, yeah, no, that that's a great pick. I can see Lobo fitting in really well. You know, mm-hmm. and he just comes in and just like rips the bike and does all sorts of crazy stuff, and then everybody comes in and they're all like, "Oh, uh, what are we going to do against this dude?" And he's just like, "Nothing, you bastards. I'm going to deal with all of you." And it's like it's literally a bounty situation where like Shao Kahn or somebody has hired him to do a bounty or whatever, and he's just like trying to collect the bounty. That's all it is. I mean, that's, you know, it's pretty much driven pretty much by just money. You know, the big bounties and he's the fact that he's the main man. And if he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. And then can you imagine like an ultimate fatality where like at the end of the fatality, it looks like he's being whooped really bad. But then all of a sudden, like all the blood splatters and everything, and there's like 80 Lobos just show up and start whooping the crap out of whoever beat him. <laughs> because of course the thing about Lobo that a lot of people don't know is that Lobo can literally generate off of drops of blood and each drop of blood creates its own Lobo too many so Lobos really stupid really quick for a fit- fatality I mean you definitely don't want that as a main character asset but I think a fatality would work great yeah I, 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 know, I see what you mean yeah so yeah that's my that's my that's my that's my first pick there. that's my Lobo pick we Maybe we can have an alternate costume that's the new Fifty Two Lobo, just so we can get we can we can get our uh, our veggies in. Hmm. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind us seeing like a friendship where he just kills that version of Lobo. <laughs> like he's all like friendship, and then all of a sudden he's just like, "Hi, Lobo, how are you doing, sir? I'm so glad you're bam!" Just shoots him with a gun. He's like that guy right there. Hate that dude. Friendship? What friendship? No. Oh no. Oh no. no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, friendship for the other guy. He's just like you don't have to hear his annoying voice. I, I took care of him. Okay. So that's my Sweet. that's my pick. Okay. Okay. Um, Who's next? I I have an idea that I just pulled out of nowhere i did what i usually do when i don't have ideas for things because i had like a plan and now that plan's gone so i have to think of something quickly whenever i do that i just look around my uh my living room here and look at all the stuff i have lying around and figure something out so Uh, the immediate vicinity technique yes it has not failed me yet (laughs) and in fact it has given me another excellent idea quite simply we should get the the doom marine Doom Slayer, Doom Guy, 
Flynn Taggart in this game. Flynn Taggart, yes. <laughs> hey, uh, why don't you go Flynn ahead and bury Taggart. that name? <laughs> Just we, to, uh, we haven't called him Flynn Taggart in decades. Nobody's called him Flynn Taggart except if you look in the comics. So that one um, book. You no, know, the one book. Uh, uh, what what was the what was the Doom guy called in Doom Three? Wasn't it like 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 uh, he did have a John name. Kane yeah. or something like something that? Like that. Yeah. I didn't play Doom Three. It, he it did was have just a name. novelization. Yeah, but he did have a completely different name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Doom Marine would be really good because uh, he pretty much does fatalities on all the demons in the new games anyway. Just transfer that. It, it, it pretty much just makes itself. And he also gets mutilated horribly if you are, do a bad job at the video game as well. So clearly the developers don't mind seeing uh, the Doom Slayer getting chomped to bits and having his limbs blown off and, and all this other stuff. And he can do it to others. So uh, I think the only downside to it is that uh, he only kills demons. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that there are plenty of demonic people in Mortal Kombat. So demonic versus a demon is two different things. Well, he might actually go oh. after uh, Scorpion. Scorpion, he could fight. Yeah. Um, most of the revenants he could fight. Maybe Quan Chi. Um, but uh, so it, it would take some convincing for him to kill not demons. Mm. Um, so. well, I mean, he, he'll kill he'll kill people who who ally with demons. I mean, uh, he didn't even get to kill uh, uh, Olivia. No, she had to turn first. Yeah. Well, even then, she he didn't even do the killing blow on her. It was the uh, yeah. Spider Mastermind. Oh yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't think, at least in the new games, I don't think I've seen him kill a no, not they make a demon. Pretty, they make a pretty big point to not have him kill humans. Yeah. Well, Which, I mean, in, in the new games, he doesn't really encounter any human enemies. Right. Not enemies. No, because does, all the humans back down as soon as they see him. I, it just, yeah. if you remember that, that scene uh, when he's uh, on the space colony, and he's, like, walking around, and there's that one guy that has the card key, and he just, like, grabs the card key while it's still around the guy's neck, and he just scans the, the scanner <laughs> with it. He's like, ah, 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 and, like... I've made, I've made the joke before that, that Doom Slayer doesn't see the world the way that we do. Yeah. <laughs> he has a higher perception, or at least he, the way he perceives it is that people that are not directly in, in opposition to him are sort of just part of the scenery around him. <laughs> They're and, inanimate uh, objects. And yeah. that, like, when he went to go grab that card key from that guy, he wasn't yeah. trying to be aggressive. It was just, oh, wow, a card key. <laughs> I need this. And he happened to. It's all like, wow, such a handy place to have a card key hanger. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think the Doom Slayer would be great, and they could make a stage of his version of Hell, which would be separate from the Nether Realm. So. Oh, that'd be sick. Yep. That would be <laughs> actually great, yeah. Great. They could fight. I'm, and fight. I'm totally uh, down. They could yeah. fight in that big bone area where that, like, titan skeleton is. Yeah, the one that we killed off-screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. So, yeah, Doom Slayer, that's one. Even the demons were all like, it was a battle, and it was rad. <laughs> <laughs> you Brett should I? have been there. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about it. It was pretty rad. It was pretty sick nasty. <laughs> 
<laughs> Breta, you know, I now that we're thinking about like guest characters, um, uh, I'm I'm racking my brain all over again because honestly, if it was all like we're building the ultimate, um roster yeah i was like if we're building the ultimate roster that's different th- there's a lot of like we basically say everyone ba- no not everyone <laughs> you don't want mo- you no, don't want they, me they back? That already it didn't work yeah they <laughs> they they did uh mortal Kombat armageddon we that we, didn't we work. don't need that again <laughs> um yeah th- there's definitely some people that can be um that don't need to come back Except yeah, sure. for Jarek. We need Jarek back. Do we? Yeah, so that we can drop him off a cliff again. Yeah. It's over, <laughs> Jarek. <laughs> the good guys won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, game. how about this? Um, I was about to suggest a completely different... Oh, you know what? Hmm. This one's going to be another video game poll. Cool. And I had to double check and like make sure because I was about to suggest another boss, but this one is too damn big. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I figured out another one. This one is called Lady Maria from Bloodborne. Mm, Lady Maria would be really oh. good. Lady Maria. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Lady Maria, and within the context of the story of Bloodborne, she's what's called one of the old hunters. And what hunters do is that they go and they fight the beast scourge. But there's a good chance that while you're out fighting the beast scourge, that you will be in, that you will be uh, infected by the beast blood. And as we all know, we are born by the blood, made men by the blood, undone by the blood. And, and Lady Maria was undone by the blood. She, she, was, she was undone by the blood. So she has an incredibly powerful and fluid move set that I think could be a breath of fresh air to Mortal Kombat's typical, slower, more methodical fighting system. Right. And mm. I think Lady Maria would be a very powerful aggressor in the roster. Mm-hmm. She has this very sort of Victorian look to her. Yes. And so it makes her very regal, but she's also been known to drink blood. You know what? She'd even maybe we could even uh, incorporate a counter so that she wouldn't immediately get beat up by full auto Jackie. <laughs> you know, uh, when, when you first mentioned her, I was like, I don't know. But the more I think about it, <laughs> the more I like it. Yeah. Was well, uh, at first I thought nah, but then I thought about it, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like. But she really fit into the Mortal Kombat aesthetic, and then I was like, they already have like leather daddy cowboys, so yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> why not? Alright, my be- my first nomination is Lady Maria from Bloodborne. I used to like Aaron Black. I still like You don't like him anymore. <laughs> okay, I was it, gonna say. In, in Eleven, he's just not as cool. Yeah. Uh, same, oh, same, well. And they made Kotal Khan job out super hard they in Eleven, did. too. All and that time. makes me mad, because I really like Kotal Khan. Total Con is so cool. (laughs) Except in 11. He was cool. (laughs) So I guess it goes back to Pie Man. Yes. Okay, uh, so yeah, I've got another one in the barrel. Hey. Uh, um, 
So here, he's a multimedia character. He's been in basically everything oh, you can cool. think of. Video games, comics, mm-hmm. literature, television, film. Pottery. Uh, <laughs> Pottery. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Conan the Sumerian. Hey. Whoa. Whoa. That would be really good yeah. for, for Mortal Kombat. Who's that? I know Conan the Barbarian. Yes, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, he's the leader. He said the leader of the savage. He's the leader of the Savage Avengers. You know, that's true. He absolutely is. (laughs) Which that's just scary in and of itself. It's like you know, guys. I got this idea. Like, okay, we're gonna take this really crazy, whacked out, old school barbarian guy. Yeah, and we're going to give him a team that includes Wolverine, Deadpool, Elektra, and Brother Voodoo, and sometimes Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? <laughs> uh, Marvel's got to hold on to that kind of the barbarian IP somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're going to use him. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're, recently actually there's a, a, I think it's a European comics company, a, a Blaze they call themselves uh they've been doing their own conan the barbarian series yeah uh and they've been very forward about oh yeah we're gonna make it as brutal and as you know uncensored as possible and like it's quite a bit more gory than the uh the marvel comics or even the um the oh god the savage tales conan was Oh uh, god, Savage Tales was pretty brutal. Is that back in the days when they did the magazines, the old black and white magazines? Oh yeah, yeah, that was great stuff. Beautiful stuff. My my stepdad owned a bunch of those. Even my uncle would trade them, and then my mom would look at me like, "Why is this woman half naked? This guy's been killing twenty five people in a room. I don't know, but I like to be with the do with sword." <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like but, "Go away, no, mom." But, Half-naked woman. I was like, yeah, that's not the reason I'm here. I know, I'm a teenager. You think I should be here for this reason? I'm really not. I'm here, I'm here for the half-naked, ripped, sweaty dude. <laughs> well, not, not either. I'm here more to see the crazy art and the killing and all that stuff. I'm here, for the, rich, I'm here for the rich politics. <laughs> but, anyway, so yes, Conan obviously is not at all opposed to killing uh, anyone who mm-hmm. confronts him, uh, and I'm not really sure how you would actually integrate him into the storyline, but Mortal Kombat is no stranger to time portal shenanigans, mm-hmm. so it, it would wouldn't be difficult. Oh, dude, to bring that, him in. That's their whole. That's the whole gimmick of Mortal Kombat 11. Just yeah, yeah, that, that, against, well, in yeah. nine also, yeah. it's the entire basis of the new games. Yeah, um, true. So it it wouldn't be hard to you know kind of just cram them in through one of those time portals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and just have him like, oh, what happened? Did did uh, Tothamon send me through a evil portal? I have to fight all these bad guys to get back to the Hyborian Age. No. Oh, yeah. oh I'm Conan. Whoa, crap. Where's the wizard that killed my mother? <laughs> Still and we've, we've already got we've already got Arnold in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So we could 
We could bring him back if you like. Why not just do it again? <laughs> do it again. I mean, I would probably I would prefer a non-Arnold Conan, but right. I, I could see how people would enjoy that. Was it? Oh, we technically did get. Uh, I mean, do you want the Jason Momoa Conan? Because that's, that's a thing. <laughs> oh, that's no. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like over the years, uh, my opinions of Jason Momoa have only gotten better and better. Um, but that doesn't make that version of Conan good. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that <laughs> one. I, I I love the guy. He seems like a genuine dude, nice dude. But I just not a huge fan of that movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Will. But, okay, so my two is actually going to be from pop culture from yesteryear. Although he still manages to keep himself uh, in, in the land of pop culture in different ways. I mean, come on. He's a he's a solver of mysteries at times. Uh, but at one point, before he was a solver of mysteries, before he was in movies and such, knocking fools out in movies, uh, he was a heavyweight boxer. And uh, the man was a killer in so many ways. I would put Mike Tyson in his prime against almost anybody in a Mortal Kombat world. Hmm. Just straight up Mike Tyson. Just straight up Mike Tyson. Actual Mike Tyson. Like a boxer. Regular. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can dig it. I can see Mike Tyson just um, going to town. I mean, the obvious joke is OJ Simpson, but I'm not putting him in this game. I'm sorry. No, Ooh, yeah, I, I, I get that. Much. But now I'm all now I'm just thinking it's all like well make your case please okay so Mike Tyson was just it, it, literally he said it himself now I'm not making fun of him when I say this he, I was a thug who hurt and murdered murdered robbed and all this other stuff I did a lot of nasty things especially as a youth uh, it wasn't until I found boxing or boxing found me that I had a way to channel my insurmountable rage. Now, mind you, he wasn't quite as elegant when he said this. I mean, this is the same man that gave us the infamous line, my back is broken, my back is broken, and they said, do you mean stenographically broken? He said spinal, was his response. Uh, but there again, no one, no one watched Mike Tyson fights looking for Shakespearean theater. They watched Mike Tyson fights because Mike Tyson would knock you out in less than a minute. Yeah, there'd be uh, tonsils flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just... I know we'll forget watching, I think it was Frank Bruno, the Frank Bruno fight. You want to watch a man, a grown man, go into the fetal position in seconds. Go back and find that video. My, my man straight up is just like, yep, I'm done with living. And most of the people Mike Tyson fought, yeah, you didn't hear from them after the fights with him. Larry Holmes came out of retirement because he wanted to teach this youngster respect he got whooped in Memphis, Tennessee in 10 seconds. I didn't think that was humanly possible in a boxing <laughs> match to get to get dealt with and knocked out in 10 seconds because it's in it as a 10-second count. Like, it was literally like Holmes came in, the bell rang, Mike Tyson hit him as the bell was ringing. <laughs> insane. So, yes, I would say in the land of Mortal Kombat, I think Mike Tyson would realize his true dreams are like, yes, I understand people are going to make the Balrog reference. I really don't care. 
I understand that originally M. Bison's name was a makeshift of Mike Tyson's name, and that Bison was originally originally, and, and that uh, Balrog was originally going to be M. Bison instead. I get that too. Mike Tyson himself, though, is one of the most brutalist, coldest boxers on the planet. Yes, I know we're in a world where people are throwing spears at each other and saying, come on, get over here! You know, stuff like that. I don't care. Mike Tyson in his prime was a killer. Point blank. Right. Uh, what? Why, why are you bringing up Street Fighter? <laughs> I had to make the comparison because people were going to sit there and talk about it. I don't know. I knew it was coming. I don't know if you know this, but there's already a boxer type character in Mortal Kombat <laughs> who was also oh. vaguely uh, based off of Mike Tyson. <laughs> Uh oh. Okay, so I I don't know this. So who is this person? You do know this person. (laughs) I do. Okay. Major Jackson Briggs. (laughs) Oh, Jax. I didn't realize it was based off of Tyson. Loosely. They got a lot smarter with making him distinct. (laughs) They made him distinct so that they're like, oh, let's not like. uh, Yeah. Well, there's like Luke King. Yeah, yeah, just like Bruce Lee. I, 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 I thought Jax wasn't Jax originally supposed to be like a uh, like a Muay Thai style like kickboxer, but they didn't want to do that because they didn't want people to compare him to um, oh gosh, TJ Combo uh, from uh, from uh, from uh, no. from Killer Instinct. No, no, Killer Instinct. No, Mortal Kombat came out before Killer Instinct did. I understand <laughs> that, but Jax wasn't in the original stuff, was he? Yeah, it was yeah, like uh, Jax was two. Yeah, Jax was in Mortal two. Kombat two. Okay. Um. Yeah, but also, like Liu Kang is loosely based off of uh, Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> loosely. Yeah, so it, it's this. It's the same amount of you know loosely what I based love off of about everyone. Every single Bruce Lee type of character in every fighting game. What's that? It's always a no. We're paying an homage. Yeah, this is homage. I mean, fail yeah, on. Jax was originally his original design had him more. He was more of like a, a Muay Thai style kickboxer guy, but they decided to change him up because um, they didn't want him compared to Balrog and Sagat, mm-hmm. and uh, so they they switched up his design quite a bit. Um, purple pants. Purple pants. And. If I recall correctly, they he was originally uh, they were gonna originally gonna name him Striker. Yeah, I believe that's correct. But yes. Oh yeah. They they changed it, they changed it to uh to Jax. Jackson Briggs. Jax. By the way, I just like to mention R.I.P. for and not that the actor died, but you know, but the guy who played Jax in the in that uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation movie. That was just bad. <laughs> they literally tried to make him basically like, okay, so let's take Luke Cage and let's write him as a Luke Cage character for the 70s exploitation era. Huh. Come, yeah. on, brother. Come on, brother. Can we talk about this? No! Cyrax is trying to kill you. There is no conversation. <laughs> That's true. A little less kind of conversation. A... <laughs> it, it wasn't his uh, his greatest hour, I'll, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. But I mean, yes, Jax is a boxer type, but yeah. sure. I, Mike Tyson. I did not realize there was a basis. This is our, these are our dream rosters, though, so yeah. there is no wrong answer. No, there is. I just wanted to point that out. I will say, though, in Will's defense, before we move on to you, brother, because yes. that's what we're going to do. Um, uh, Will, I know you haven't been playing them lately. Yeah, but uh, with the way that they've expanded and changed his moveset, he's actually more of a grappler. Oh, huh. fun fact! Jax, really? Anyway, brother. yeah, Jax, Jax. Fun fact. Anyway, go also ahead. like his hot arms. Yeah, <laughs> hot hands. Hot hands. <laughs> I do love the fact that whenever he grabs people in the older games, at least I'm sure he does it in the newer games, but yeah. in the older games, I was like, "Gotcha!" Yep. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he still a, has the gotcha punch. grab. Yep. Dude, that's beautiful. One of my and favorite things. Ed yep. Boone was very proud because he was the one that did that. Yep. I nice. love his flex X-ray. Yeah. And I love that Ed Boone is always the voice of Scorpion when he says, get over here. Yep. Even, it's tradition. Yeah, even when other voice actors are hired to be Scorpion, Scorpion. Yeah. Uh, it's always Ed Boone that says, get over here. Yep. Go ahead, brother. Um... So, with the uh, introduction of such characters in Mortal Kombat, such as um, Jason Voorhees, uh, the Terminator, and Robocop, there's these big, lumbering, slow characters. Sometimes they have guns, but they're, they're big, they're strong, and they, they do a lot of damage. Um, and sometimes they have, like, super armor and stuff like that, um, which make me think... Uh, another big lumbering character from video games um, that has been in other fighting games before and would be fit perfectly in with uh, Mortal Kombat uh, is uh, the nemesis T-Type from uh, Resident Evil. I could dig that. Um, I know that nobody would have any problem with him getting blasted to bits and torn apart and all that other stuff because... That's what happens in the actual game. Yeah. Uh, and he, he kills people. Oh, boy, um, does he. I like to, I like to think that uh, the story is uh, somebody was working on some sort of bioweapon, and then, like, Quan Chi got a hold of it and put a whole bunch of soul juice into it to corrupt it, and it became this nemesis. No, I, lo- I like that, because it's like shouldn't... a flesh golem. Yeah, it's like a flesh golem. Yeah. I know I shouldn't think this, but you said Soul Juice, and I immediately started singing the Soul Glow song from Coming to America for some reason in my head. No, That's just go ahead, it. Will. You got your Soul Glow. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, like you said, the Nemesis is not a stranger to to fighting games. Yep. So, I mean, we've got a we got a nice basis right there. Yep. And he's clearly brutal enough and not opposed to killing whatsoever. And he's at least a mid to high tier in those other fighting games, so he'd probably do fine in Mortal Kombat. So, yeah. Just as long as we don't get uh, Mila Jovovich's voicing of uh, Alice. See, I don't know why, now, why? You, you always have to bring her back. Why in. did he have we, to do that? We always we try to. Because we try to her ad- name is Alice and her work is not done. Ah! <laughs> You know they're doing a new one with her, right? Like they're not finished. They're they're working on a new one. I don't know anything past that. Um, I yeah. think her husband's doing it again. Well, yeah, her husband's directing it, so I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, Why? <laughs> Let someone else. 
Um, maybe maybe one day after they're gone, we'll get an actually good one. Um, no, until then, we just we have to be happy with the uh, the CG films. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And even those are a mixed some bag. W- those are a mixed so, bag. I was going to say, some of which are okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to say, their pay is way too high. It's way too Snap. high. Snap. Well, um, I don't think you know anything about the video games, but you always bring up Mila Jovovich anytime we talk about uh, Yeah, it's Evil. almost so. all like, I don't know anything about wrestling, but I keep bringing up New Jack. You know stuff about wrestling. <laughs> I do know stuff about wrestling. You know so why does he keep bringing up Mila Jovovich? <laughs> I'm unhappy. The face of Resident Evil. Like, if you just go, if you just go up to to somebody and say, hey, you ever heard of Resident Evil? They'll be like, oh yeah, it's those movies. <laughs> Look, I played the original, I played the original, I think it was the original Resident Evil, and I never will forget those dogs coming down the hallway, busting through the glass, and thinking that was freaky as all get out. And every time I've played it since then, I know it's coming! And it still freaks me out. I've played a few other of the you know, games, and I'm like, okay, they're awesome. I can, I can dig it, you know. But it's just, I, it, it, again, it's just not enough time, too many games. <laughs> not enough time, too many games. It's funny, uh, Will. It, it, it makes me laugh because you'll, you'll bring up stuff, and then I'll be like, oh, are you a fan of that? And you're like, well, I played the first couple. <laughs> but haven't kept up with it since. You know who else played the first? You know who else played Street Fighter Two? Everyone on Earth. <laughs> who who has played Third Strike or Street Fighter Four <laughs> or Street Fighter Five? I played Street Fighter EX. Oh yeah, he did play Street Fighter EX. Okay, hey, okay, that, right. that's yeah. a cool. He, yeah, rem- yeah, he remembers Skull oh, Mania. That's it. Dang right, I do. My favorite character. Skullbuster. <laughs> Did you look up? Did you look up Fighting Ex Layer like I told you to? I own it now. Hey, there you go. Hey. I got hey, it. Look at it. You just proved you wrong. I got that. it on sale. I hey. got it on sale for like fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> Pie Man, he didn't know about it until I told him about it. Like no, years ago. I never ago. played it all about it beforehand. <laughs> you but when he told me about it, I started playing it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, there's another game with Skull Mania on it. I want it. So the nemesis. Yeah, the nemesis T-type would be a really good, uh, good call character for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Bretta? I wonder, do you like, think he could have like a, a fatality where like he he attacks with a mutation? Yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking I was thinking he could have a fatality where he grabs the person by the head and uh like it it, it it he injects that like noodly thing inside of their bodies through their mouths and then it like explodes them out from the inside. That'd be pretty rad. I just want to see something where, like, it'd be hard to pull off for a fatality, but, like, he mutates into his beast form and, like, bites their face off. Yeah, that would be oh, awesome. Wow. So I like about um, uh, Marvel 3. Yeah. Um, that's, like, his level 3 super. Yeah. Is, uh, he mutates into his final form, and then he eats you. Yeah. But they do it all just, tastefully because it's, like, a teen-rated game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to say I absolutely love... Uh, his beast mutation from the the remake. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it looks rad. awesome. Yeah. yeah, the remake is a beautiful looking game. Yeah, it is. Bretta. Oh yes, Bretta. 
What you got for me? I am delighted to nominate. I will say that I cannot completely take credit for this one, mm-hmm. as I was actually inspired by Will earlier. And But I feel like my candidate is definitely still a strong pick. I will recommend the bad man himself, Black Dynamite. <laughs> oh, Black Dynamite! Black Dynamite! <laughs> Dynamite! I didn't expect Black Dynamite either. Because I've Uh, wanted to have somebody that's actually bringing in some levity by being far too serious. Mm -hmm. He looked at me and he said, It was some sort of Chinese. But I knew, I didn't know what he was saying. But I knew what he meant. He was saying, Why, Black Uh, Dynamite? Why? All I got to say is I need a scene where, you know how in a lot of the fighting games now, you know, they have the little talk dialogue before the thing. Right. Uh, Shao Kahn says something like, fool, you will suffer. I t- what did I tell you about interrupting Black Dynamite when adults are talking, when grown folks are talking? <laughs> like, that's all I need. And then it's just like Shao Kahn looks at him like, are you kidding me? You just tell me to shut up? And then round one. Fight before you even have the chance to respond. Now remember, uh, this is a rated M game, so if we wanted to, he could he could absolutely swear. Yeah, he could. Oh, I'm sure he did. I yeah. just don't choose to swear with him. No, but no. Yes, I totally understand. One of my favorites. Oh, one of my favorite gags is when I I can't even remember what he threw in. I think it was like a bottle or something. <laughs> like into <laughs> like at guy from outside the window, and then he runs in, kicks the guy in the head. While the bottle also hits him in the head, he says, Ha ha! I threw that while I was outside the room! <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'd, be, it'd, be a great, it'd be a great excuse to get Michael Jai White back, in, back into the stuff. Yes. Because Michael Jai White was already in a Mortal Kombat series. He was in that, uh, that yeah. web series they did. Yeah. That's right. As, as Jack. Jack. Yep. Yeah. With Jerry Ryan as uh, Sonya. Yeah. Which was something. Yeah. And, it was uh, nice to see her again. It's always nice to see her again. I, uh, yeah, I, it would be great because we could have somebody that is a Bruce Lee type of character without being looking like Bruce Lee mm-hmm. or behaving like Bruce or Lee. behaving like Bruce Lee. Yeah, and it'd be great. He walks on the stage. You just off in the distance here, a faint little dynamite, dynamite. Nice little funk beat going. Yeah. Or or you have or you give him the little shout in the hype man you get him bullhorn. He's like I want to come to tell you a story about a friend I know. He's being greedy. He's super bad. Now hold on to your temples and hold on to your uh, uh, hold on with all your might. Cause I tell you a story about my bad black dynamite. Oh yeah, I love that guy. And, oh, and, and, you can, uh, and Black Dynamite, he fights with so many different uh, different weapons. Yeah. It'd be great to base uh, his fighting styles off of that. So you could do, like, gun style, yeah. uh, gun kata or something, and then he's got, yeah. you know, his uh, his unarmed, and then get him with, uh, like, the, the nunchucks or something. Yeah, yeah. If, we, if we incorporate the variation system like they've been doing recently, yeah. like, yeah, you could... There, there's so many different ways that you can handle Black Dynamite. Yeah. Black Dynamite would be an extremely varied character. Mm-hmm. Easily mid-upper to top tier. Yes. Man, Smider, you keep hitting me with these like <laughs> ones where it's like, you say the name, I'm like, that sounds 
dumb. And then I think about it and I go, actually, that sounds sweet. It actually <laughs> sounds like a great sweet. idea. I, I no, hope to I'll... keep it up, man. Because, uh, yeah. well, oh, and that's another thing with Black Dynamite, and I'm going to end on this. Black Dynamite's Vitality, he just knocks somebody over. And what he does is that he does that big old foot stomp that he does where he goes, Wee! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh boy. And then, then somebody's head pops. Mm-hmm. Good, good. 10 out of 10. Of course, I was going to say the only thing I would add to that was when he switches styles, he needs to say, Sweet. And he switches styles. And then, like, at the end, he does the fatality. And it's just like, now, now, um, now, Aunt Burla, what did I told you about interrupting my Kung Fu? (laughs) (laughs) What did I tell you about interrupting Black Dynamite and his Kung Fu? (laughs) Yes, Black Dynamite for my DLC pick. What are we, uh, uh, three? Yep, it's okay. time for number three. All right, so Pie Man's up? Yes. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Pie Man, you got to come up with a strong one, man. You got to follow Black Dynamite. Yeah, that is pretty rough. I got to tell you. <laughs> nice. The old bearded head switcheroo trick. Classic Black Dynamite. <laughs> Freeze, turkey. <laughs> Can you imagine like the pre-fight dialogue with Johnny Cage being all like, "Yo, we should bring you on to the set." Yo, Black Dynamite don't work for no other man's money. <laughs> I thought I told y'all. I thought I told y'all fools who the CIA Black Dynamite ain't coming back to work for y'all no more. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing too. Like his joking is very rare. Like, yes. even when they were throwing super jokes at him, he's just like, like, Tyler might don't like it with another black, like, him and Jax, which yeah. then Jax would say something goofy, and he'd be like, like, Tyler might don't like it with another black man tries to challenge the black Tyler Mike's blackness. Jax <laughs> 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 is just like, what? <laughs> no, it'd be great because, uh, it'd be great because, uh, check it out. Johnny will come up and, uh, He'll be like, hey, don't worry, Black Dynamite. Whatever happens next, I got your back. And then Black Dynamite will be like, suck up for once in your life. You've been useful. And then Johnny says, damn, Black Dynamite. And then the fight starts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, here's a question. Can we add a separate part to that where we get a finished Dr. Wu skin on somebody? Nope. Just so when just so the moment comes in, he faces him and it's like, finish Dr. Wu! You don't mess up now! <laughs> <laughs> no, we only get Black Dynamite. Yeah, only Black Dynamite. Okay. Okay. No, okay. okay, so for my for my third pick, um, I, I know that Smiter would be very disappointed if I didn't pick a 40k character. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I it obvi- like the obvious choice is little Timmy. It's gotta be a space marine. <laughs> oh, little Timmy is the space marine. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> little Timmy. <laughs> no, no, no. Little Timmy is grew up into being a space marine. I don't uh, know how that works. Wanna... <laughs> uh, he would he would show himself to be full of valor, and they would induct him into the space marines and. 
give him the gene seed. Nice. There you go. <laughs> Which isn't as weird as it sounds. It's way weirder. It's way weirder. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to have to ask this question before you continue. Yeah. So, they mentioned 40K, which means Warhammer, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, talk to me about this. What's the most expensive army that you've ever built in 40K? I'm just curious. The most expensive army? Okay, so I've spent more on 40K miniatures than I'd like to admit. And that that's basically, that's par for the course for wargamers. Yeah. Like, y you talk to any wargamer, they'll, they'll be hesitant to tell you. Um... I would say probably my Chaos Space Marines army. Okay. Whoa. Because like most of my uh, most of my armies, like I, I've been pretty frugal about it. I bought a lot of the stuff uh, secondhand. Um, but I, I probably put over the past decade, I probably put about fifteen hundred bucks into Chaos Space Marines. Hold on, Pie Man. Chaos Space Marines. Are you telling me that you're inciting chaos? And heresy? Yeah, I'm I'm big into heresy. <laughs> <laughs> you heard your folks. So good. Yeah, I was gonna make a WandaVision reference, but I was like, that's a couple of weeks from now, Will. We can't talk about WandaVision right now. <laughs> you keep bringing up WandaVision every time though. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's so flipping good. So Pi Man, Space Marine. Yes. yes. Alright. So like, it could be a generic space marine that you just come up with a persona for for the, the game. Mm -hmm. But maybe we could pull in uh, Brother Titus from the uh, the the Relic Entertainment, the, the, the THQ game uh, from back oh. in 2011. I like mm -hmm. it. Uh, since he's probably never coming back. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Brother Titus of the Ultramarines. Nice. Very cool. Obviously, obviously, there's nothing wrong with having him in, in the Mortal Kombat universe. He would fit in perfectly. He's got a chainsaw sword, a gun that shoots tiny missiles. He can tear things apart with his bare hands. He doesn't need a weapon. No. I mean, he is a weapon. But, yes. but having is a weapon is nice. Yes. Yes, yes. I, I would say for... Um, Maybe maybe he could have like a chain sword style, nice uh, with like the style switch ups. Um, probably not a bolter style. That would be a little little much. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> if if I've known anything about the more recent Mortal Kombat games, they always oops we put in a character that has a gun, and that's all they do the entire match yeah. is shoot. <laughs> I, I suppose I suppose you could work with it. I just the, the, I, I'm thinking of just the bolter in all its glory. Yeah, and I, would, I, I mean, just I I don't see awesome. how any other character could stand up against a volume yeah. bolter rats. Little pre-fight dialogue between him and Shao Kahn. It's all like state your business, and then Shao Kahn's like, "I am Shao Kahn, Lord of Outworld and bringer of chaos." And then that's when. Titus is all like, oh, heresy detected. <laughs> <laughs> then you shall be purged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, purging then. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with, with Brother Titus. I think be, uh, I think a space marine would be really good for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I feel like it would make sense and um 
it's not just like some regular guy with boxing gloves on. No. So that that definitely bumps him up in my mind. Yeah. Gee whiz. Because <laughs> 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 I cared enough about that chain throw. I swear. No. Notice how he did the same thing about Black Dynamite, though. <laughs> that right, I didn't. Black Dynamite ain't oh, a real man. man. <laughs> he ain't no Why regular guy. He <laughs> is real. That's all I'm saying. I love it, but it's still real. <laughs> what about a what about a fatality for the yeah for good Titus? fatality for for brother Titus here? Um, well i I think the bolter could be a good fatality if you don't use it as a primary weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Obviously, the chain sword, or maybe a power sword. Oh, like he saves that for his special. Ooh, yeah. no, no, the thunder hammer. That should oh, be fatality. That mm. thing smears dudes. Yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> it's on the it's on the user manual. <laughs> that's what they make it for. Uh, yeah, yeah no. Thunder Hammer would be a great fatality. Um mm. I think I, another cool fatality could be have him just tear somebody apart with his bare hands. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. over in the uh Adeptus Mechanicus uh, well, we have uh, this chain sword. Uh, what about this chain sword? No, no, you don't want that. What about this power sword? Uh, you don't want that either. Well, what about this? What about the hammer? Oh, you want that one? That one smears guys real good. That one smears guys real good. <laughs> oh, pull a dude like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> My machines! My machines! It made him pulpy. Very cool. Oh, and he, there's choice. so much cool metal is Warhammer. Mm. Oh, it's the most metal that there ever was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why it's it's perfect. No, that'll be great. Just have to. And what's neat is that whenever a new DLC character comes in to show that Nether Realm respects the source material, they have so much pre-fight dialogue to reference the universe wherever that person is from. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, once the Terminator showed up, we had references to Total Recall. Um, sorry, uh, Jingle All the Way. Yeah. What? Yeah. Nice. Um, to Conan the Barbarian. Yep. All those references. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> If like every once in a while, like Titus shows up and not again another pre-fight before Shao Kahn and he tells them I'm here to bring a order, and then uh, no no he's like I'm here to incite order and reason and Shao Kahn's like abandon reason no only war, and Whoa. then Titus is all like oh sweet heresy, you messed with the wrong one today. Abandon reason, no only war. <laughs> and I can get legit. Well, uh, I think you'd actually like Warhammer 40k. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I tried it. I tried it. I tried doing it. That's what I got the hero clicks actually. Yep. But the thing about 40k is two things. I unlike the uh, the gorilla glue girl. Understand my parameters when it comes to glue and skin contact. And I tend to be the guy that if you give me a bunch of glue, I'm just going to end up gluing my hands together, so it's not a good look for me. 
One, uh, two, sorry. I suck at painting stuff. But you kind of have to be able to do both. Either. But you have to kind of be able to do both in order to pull that off well. Oh, sorry. And, well, uh, let me reframe that then. I think you would love the Warhammer 40k lore. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, there's there's a lot like there's a lot of people who don't play the tabletop game and just like read the books and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, but now it's Will's turn. It is Will's turn. All right, so I'm gonna see the black dynamite thing because I love it, and I'm gonna raise you a, an additional skin as part of my my character. Now I want to talk about bad dudes, okay? So, I mean, you know, love or hate Mike Tyson, it is what it is. I get it. Uh. We got Black Dynamite. You know, we got all these other awesome people. We got, you know, Lobo. You know, we got all these other folks. Everything is in there. But there's one dude that I know. And I try to bring, you know, kind of go from, you know, movies to um, movies to, of course, you know, the comic world. And then try to do something from cartoon world. So I had to go with Colonel H. Statement. A hot at the boy. I get money. And so with Colonel H. Stinkmaner, we would have a, uh, you know, we just call it the Michael Shaw White Pack. He could be Black Dynamite, but he could also be uh, Bushido Brown, because he was the voice of Bushido Brown. It's as well uh, as the Grandmaster Bushido Brown. Of course well, it is. The first time he wasn't Grandmaster yet. He got Grandmaster by the time we saw him the second time. Yeah, but he made it a point in that episode to point it out to everybody that he is officially Grandmaster Bushido Brown. And I understand he lost his head at the end of that second episode, but he was still awesome as far as I was Spoilers. Well, yeah, spoilers <laughs> off of a whole show. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Colonel Einstein made a man that was so bad that even the he called the devil a punk. Yep. It was bad. He was one of the few people that was ever allowed to go back from hell into into the world to kill the Freemans. Yep. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we cannot quote him on this podcast. <laughs> quote him a lot on this thing. Yeah. A lot of things cannot be said. It cannot be repeated. And, and I'm not allowed to quote him uh, even off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> ah. But anyway, so yes, Colonel Stinkmeter, who not only was able to get into a fight and at one point had Riley referred to him as the blind samurai. There, there's, a, if, there's, a, there's a pause for a reason. Uh <laughs> But he was also able to come back and possess Tom Dubois and fight through another person. So, w- would he be in his his clone body or in his, in his uh, the, the look, possession look, of Tom look, body? Look, now, see, now, see, we're friends. You're awesome people. I don't talk about season four. All right, that's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> like it's just yeah, the clone body thing. That's a whole like I honestly yeah. The, the, the soul of Boondocks was not there. They were trying. I actually have never great. seen season four. I only stopped at season three. Well, Sounds like it, you did right. Yeah. yeah. From, from what I've been told. But, I mean, that's all that they had on Netflix for a while. They didn't even have season four. Well, I... I okay, let me rephrase that. Cause I said season four. I meant season three. Mm. 
So it was season. It was only three seasons. The first two seasons, Aaron Magruder was on. By the last season, Aaron Magruder was pretty much released from duty. I do not and remember the Kenny body thing. Yeah, they did a whole thing with uh, Onesler. They basically, Onesler brought back the clone. Ed Onesler. Yeah, Mister Ed, Mister Onesler. Was it was it uh, Ed Senior, Ed Junior, or Ed the Third? Uh, it was the senior one. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty nuts. And but yeah, so I'm talking stink meter one, season one and season two. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, he was just an awesome fighter. Even though you know, the first time he initially he had no sight, mm-hmm. which you know everybody thought he was just a thing, and then he realized he was just a lucky dude. But yeah. he still had that reputation. And, I mean, he stepped on Robert's shoes, man. I'm sorry. I don't know how many black folks in the world you've ever met that if you stepped on their shoes, that wasn't a fight. Mm-hmm. I understand shoes are important. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I'm not the guy to spend that much money on shoes in the first place. I figure I'm weird-footed anyway. Shoes are going to eventually go bad, and I'm going to have to buy new ones. That's just the reality of it. But Yeah, I don't make a big deal about shoes yeah. either. Super, you know, super two hundred, three hundred dollar pairs of shoes. I get try to make sure they they stay looking good for a long time. You pay two or three hundred dollars for them, or more. Wasn't wasn't that uh, uh, a gag in one of the episodes where the the white guy, the black guy, bump into each other? Oh yeah, that was Wait a minute. I'm white. I'm white. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah, back! Was... It's a good day to throw away your life. <laughs> yeah. By the way, fun fact, the guy who did that, voiced by Terry Crews. I believe that. Yeah. Really? They got a lot of yeah. really good voice actors in there. Yeah, I Terry Crews that. that. Terry Crews was that person. Terry Crews was also the guy that went stink me to possess Tom. He was the guy that got kicked in his chest. Mm-hmm. Man, Terry Crews is all over this. Yeah. Well, they did that a lot in Boondocks. Like, you would have one person do, like, multiple. Jill, I think it's Jill Talley who played Sarah. Uh, was just about every female woman's voice in the show. Oh, yes. <laughs> All female women. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, the exception of uh, Cindy McPherson, McPherson, who was voiced by Tara Reid. But it's funny because when you have Tara Reid doing stuff, like most people, like, I think, I think I saw one video where somebody asked her to do the thing from that, and she's like, I can't. It's not that I don't want to. It's I just can't do that. Like, I, I, I'm, you know, she's. I love the role. I just can't do that now. Like, <laughs> I'm not allowed. <laughs> like, My Little Pony people would probably have a problem if I did this. Eh. You know, but it is what it is. I mean, she's she's paid. She's probably done enough voice acting. If she wants to do whatever she wants to do, I'm pretty sure she did can. Did you mean now. Tara Strong? I said yes. Tara Reid, didn't he, I? Yeah. He, he meant Tara, Tara Strong. Reed, I yeah, knew what he meant. Tara Strong. Yeah, Tara Reid. Eh, Different not person. Very much so. That's why I was she confused. She did the shows in movies and such. Yeah. There we go. All right. Yeah, Tara, Tara, Tara Reid was in Sharknado. That's right. Yes, because that would make me care about her more. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so now it. Uh, Good point. Now it's uh, Jingles. I just want to say... Um, just, just because, um, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about it, like the whole thing with stink meter before he died was he got incredibly lucky when he beat up 
uh, grandpa. Right. Yeah. He wasn't a vicious. He, he killer. wasn't. He wasn't no samurai. He wasn't no blind samurai. He just got lucky. Um, and that's why when grandpa came back, hit him, he died instantly. <laughs> yeah. So that's I would have to say, pick. like, stink meter pre-death, not that amazing. No. Maybe after death, and if he possesses somebody important, not Tom. Well, even he was still he was still pretty impressive with Tom. Mm. Just what he was oh. able to do with Tom's body. I got it. I got it. I got it. Mm. So Peter possesses mocap. Yeah. <laughs> Mo mocap is a canon character. He is. He, is. he just kind of gets thrown in at random, and he's like, "How did I get here?" But he's great at martial arts, so he can fight. Just have Peter possess mocap. Right. Easy. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Good job. And then Gentlemen, they and, and then Gentlemen, we finally have mocap be a good character. Hey. <laughs> Mocap. <laughs> oh, yeah! Hey. Tommy Mocap, now! Don't <laughs> get the kneecaps, buddy! You mess with the wrong dude today! <laughs> you mess with the wrong dude today! <laughs> Alright, hit it, bro. Hey, Robert! Hey, Robert! I hear you over there playing Mortal Kombat, Robert! I'm gonna come deal with you! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come deal with you! <laughs> <laughs> I think the hateocracy would be more interesting, but that's me. No, uh, the hateocracy is one uh, tandem fighter. Yeah, it's a tandem fighter. <laughs> we can't have tag teams. We're them all working together. They they do assist moves. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, by the way, the dynamite in that scene at, at that moment, like the rest of the guy that looked like JJ, wasn't voiced by actually Jimmy Walker, except for the dynamite, because when they were doing the episode, they're like, we got to get him to come in and do the dynamite. And Michael and 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 uh, Aaron McGruder and them are like, you realize it's like a thousand, it's like a couple of thousand dollars to get him to say that one word, right? Like, we don't care, we're gonna pay him. And so he came in, they flew him in to say dynamite. He got paid like two thousand about five hundred dollars and left. We're gonna blow the entire voice acting budget on this one. He word. did one word and was done. And they didn't do any retakes. It was literally just one. It was just like, wow. That's insane. Insane indeed. They talked about that on the, that on the commentary uh, track for the DVDs back when I used to own the DVDs before I let somebody borrow them and never got them back. Wow, I love that. Rest in peace, DVDs. Yep. So, um, I was thinking to myself, like, they've been, Mortal Kombat's been doing this track record of bringing in horror slash action movie characters to be uh, characters in the game. Uh, and initially, I was like, oh man, they should bring in Jack Slater from the Jack Slater franchise from Last Action Hero. But um, Jack Slater gets, like, obviously the makers of that series, of the Jack Slater film franchise, are not comfortable with Jack Slater looking like, like getting beat up and, and being killed. Well, I mean, after yes, Jack Slater... Jack Slater, the, the, real, the real movie franchise that we all love and have seen many... Many times. Well, yes. after Jack Slater three, they just kept trying to get him more and more kid friendly. Yeah, that's why. That's why Jack Slater four is PG thirteen. Oh man, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that Jack Slater was great when it was rated R. Yeah, but then like more and more kids were getting into it, and they're like, 
man, we got it. And then you remember they were all going all crazy about how they killed less people in Jack Slater 4 than they did in Jack Slater 3. They killed like 200 people in Jack Slater 3. And in Jack Slater 4, they only killed like 50. Yeah. So, you know. But anyway. Well, it's, it's because of that, that Jack Slater cartoon that they did after, in the 90s. You're so right. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, we can't choose Jack Slater. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was all like, man, I would have picked Jack Slater, but uh, I'm going to have to go back to video game characters instead. Yeah. Uh, and I, I thought about it for a little bit, and I was all like, you know, it would be a, a really great character that would be really cool, um, and I'm sure the developers would be totally fine with seeing him getting ripped to shreds and and killed but also is completely ruthless and even likes to steal souls so like that that'll be like it like oh no it's like uh uh shang sung Mm -hmm. you know shang sung's like i want souls and this guy's all like but i want souls let me have the souls and shang sung's like no i want the souls uh and so i was thinking nightmare the azure knight from the soul caliber series Ooh. He, he's an incredibly big, incredibly powerful he, character, um, and uh, he's got already a great move set in the Soul Calibur series itself. That's true. Um, it's it, a lot easier to move a uh, a character with full three D movement into a side scrolling plane. Yeah, they, it's way easier to do that than the reverse. Uh, uh, Bandai Namco has been able to figure out ways to to do that. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think. Nightmare, the Azure Knight would be amazing. And even what you could is do like we were doing with Stinkmeaner and just have the the entity of the Azure Knight just take over an already established Mortal Kombat character. Preferably one nobody cares about, like Meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Havoc. <laughs> or Hydro from the comics. Hydro. Or our top friend that we were talking about earlier, Shriker. What was the name of that guy that was trying to take over for uh, Shao Kahn? Another guy that was trying to be Khan after him? Uh, uh, he, people like refer to him as like a mini Shao Kahn. I can't remember his name. But like there's that like one ending where he like goes and sits down in Shao Kahn's chair yeah. and then Shao Kahn's helmet lowers down onto yeah. his head. <laughs> I don't remember who that what that character is because he wasn't in too many after that right, one. Right, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I can't remember. But yeah, yeah, anyway. I'm blanking out too. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. But yes, I think uh, I think Nightmare. What do you guys think? I like it. I like it. Yeah, I mean, he could use his sword, or he could use his big monster fist. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, one of his fatalities could just be chopping chopping the guy up into little bits with his big heck off sword. Uh, like, let him use the big uh, ghost horse. Let him use the ghost horse. Let him use the ghost horse. Let him chop the guy, but he has to consume the soul. After. Yes. He has to or, eat the soul. Or it has to be one of those things. Let it let it be where he can actually stab somebody in the fatality, and we finally get to see him absorb a soul. Yeah. Rather than let it be implied that he's done that. And they become a meaty skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> Meat box. That could be interesting. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think I got a good one with Nightmare. I think I think that'd be really good. And he looks the part with the whole like corrupted plate armor thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I'm glad you qualified it, Nightmare, because when you said Nightmare, I initially thought of a Marvel Comics Nightmare that may or may not end up in Wandavision, and I was just kind of like, I don't know if I want him as a fighter in Mortal Kombat again with Wandavision. Again, again bringing back in Wandavision. Yeah. 
it all goes back to one division. <laughs> it's all one division now. It was Agatha all along, okay? Yeah. For everything. Spoilers. Yeah. Everything. It's not spoilers. It's not confirmed yet. Well, that and uh, it's easy. It's, we need to back out. We yeah, need to back out now. Backing out right abort, now. Abort, <laughs> abort, abort, abort. Just back it up. Just back it up. Just back it up. Just back it up. That's it's bitch. Yeah. Nightmare would be a really interesting character. I think so too. Well, meaty skeletons. Meaty skeleton. Yes. I, I think I think that's a good one. Love me a beef bone. Yeah, <laughs> beef bone. <laughs> what does Pie Man love more than bleached white silly skeletons? Beef bone. Beef bone. <laughs> Boil them for a few hours. Make yourself a nice oxtail soup. There you mm. go. That actually sounds really good. Right. Oxtail soup is incredible. Pig's feet, on the other hand, not so much. Mm, Never had pig's feet. Never wanted to. Net me either. You know what? Mm-hmm. I will tell you from experience. It's okay if you don't. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Bretta. The Bretta. What is your final character to bring in? Ah, I'm glad you asked, Bretta. My character is crazy. My character is unhinged. Mm. My character has survived the brutality of the desert and the greed of man to capitalize on his neighbor. You're bringing in Jesus Christ himself? I am, and he will guide us into a new... No. <laughs> I, uh, I want to bring in... gods. <laughs> I want to bring in the road warrior, Mad Max. Ooh, that's pretty good. Oh. Hey! I like, I like it. Yeah. I was hoping to hit Pie Man with another. Yeah, I don't know. And then sweep him away with another. You know what? <laughs> yeah. No, no. This one is immediately like, yeah, this is cool. I like it. But what about Lord Humongous? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. So his intro, one of his many intros is just the Magnum Opus pulling in. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out. And uh, we, what we can do with his appearance I honestly would rather he almost looks more like Tom Hardy than Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Mostly just because I just love, love Fury Road. Mm-hmm. I'll, 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 I'll make a compromise for you. Mm-hmm. He looks like Tom Hardy, but he wears uh, Mel Gibson's leather suit. Mm-hmm. Can we have a, a facsimile of it? Can we have Tina Turner? Do we have Tina Turner come out and saying we don't need another hero? You know what? I think I think his stage would just be Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Yeah, the Thunderdome. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, (laughs) and instead of Shao Kahn on a on a throne watching, it's Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, But and if and you could have you could have the stage hazards be uh, the weapons. Yeah, no, no, stage fatalities. I I was also going to say because they've been doing that in some of the other games, uh, being able to break through the walls and go to different parts of the stage, you can end up uh, underground and you can see Master Blaster walking around. Oh yeah, yeah, end up under Border Town. Yeah, Barter Town. Under Barter Town. And maybe one of the one of the stage fatalities, you can throw them into the uh, the pig pit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea, bro. I know. You got a real good character. I know. (laughs) So his moveset is going to primarily be akin to like a brawler. Mm -hmm. 
So he's just going to fight with big, big punches, big swings, and big kicks. And uh, for his walk animation, we're going to allow just a little tiny squeak for his leg brace. Yes. And, oh, sweet. And, That's a great uh, detail. But, well, I forgot to mention, when he gets out of the magnum opus, um, he's already loading his double barrel. <laughs> yeah. Which he keeps on his back. So kind of like kind of like uh, Arnie's character. I don't know. Maybe he should have it on his back, or maybe she just have it in his hands. But either way, he fights dirty, and I think we should give him a few command grabs. And a lot of those command grabs will just be him getting advantage on a position with someone, like grabbing their leg or getting onto a full mount and just beating them up. When it comes to Max, I want it to feel like a street fight. Mm-hmm. I want it to feel raw. Mm-hmm. And he fights for survival. He does. Yeah, and you know one of his uh, one of his projectiles can be his shotgun, or you could end up making it up that one of his variations is that he doesn't come in with a shotgun. Instead, the, his little opening cutscene, sorry, his little pre-fight cutscene is him loading the gunpowder into a casing to make a bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And then, then he has bomb variant. Then he has bomb variant. Uh, or you could even make it that uh, if you want to have a really quirky one, have it that uh, he has a variant where you remember how Johnny Cage has like that stunt double yeah. variant. Where That's he, so good. He's like, yeah, he has a stunt <laughs> double go out and fight for him. Yeah, it's so good. I was thinking Max can either have Master Blaster or one of the war boys. Mm-hmm. War boys. And as the war boys goes in, he runs in with the two spears, leaps, and explodes. Nice. Oh, my. He's already pre-spray painted. Yeah, pre-spray painted. He runs up, he he leaps in the air, and you hear him go, Witness me! It's too good, bro. Oh, man. And you, you could base that off of what skin you have equipped. Yeah, exactly. Like classic Max or, or Fury Max. Yeah. yeah. Good. I, love, I, lo- good I love the phrase Fury Max. Fury Max. <laughs> <laughs> Very angry Max. <laughs> Very angry Max. Um, well, hello there. <laughs> hello there. My name's Max. <laughs> we got to put in. Uh, he has to have a fatality Max. where he lights somebody up with gas. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's definitely one of his fatalities. Another one of his fatalities needs to be him running someone over. Slow mo. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let's come. Pyman. 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 Brainstorm. Let's combine the two. Mm. Light him on fire. First, he lights the guy on fire, and while the guy is burning, he suddenly comes in out of nowhere with his car, and the guy just splits over the magnum opus. Yep. (laughs) Like like all Robocop style. Oh, okay. It just just splatters into goo. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Flaming goo everywhere. Oh, and uh, if Max doesn't... Uh, I just thought of an outro. If Max doesn't do a fatality on someone, one of his outros can be him, like, your point of view as he's leaning over you, and it looks like he's tying something, mm-hmm. and then it's going to fade, and then cut to Max in his car driving through the desert. All you see is him from his window, and it'll pan out, and your the opponent's character will be strapped to the front of the car. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, like a blood like bag. <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking you were going to say drag behind it. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yep, we want this guy to be alive at the yeah. end of it. <laughs> okay. This one of those fight outros where... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think another good outro would be him, like, turning around and then, like, the screen wipes and then he's walking off into the distance with Dog next to him. Oh, Dog! <laughs> oh, that's it! We switch out! We switch out! Dog variant? Dog variant, yeah. yeah. Dog style. Dog style. <laughs> Gosh, Mad Max is so cool. Mad Max would be really rad in this. Um, I love it. Yeah, that's well, really good. I, love, I, I Cut, love to print ship. <laughs> I love to. Uh, More so the rest of the um, there, there is one character that before we we wrap up here. Yeah, because I I believe that's that's it for everybody. Unless yep. Pie Man had a secret one he wanted to throw out really quick. I, I I would like to just do like an honorable mention, but not so much like who we would add. But I would just like to ask favorite character in the franchise, in the actual Mortal Kombat franchise. I mean, what we right. Okay, well, we'll we'll go to that next. I just wanted to yep. say that there was, uh, we we know that there was talks about bringing this character in, um, but they haven't brought him in yet. But I think mm. there maybe still be plans to do it sometime in the future. Yeah, we're not sure yet. Maybe not in this game, but maybe a future Mortal Kombat game. Yeah, but the uh, they they were gonna bring in Ash Williams from the Evil Dead franchise. Yeah, uh, to to be in there, which would also be a very perfect character mm. for the Mortal Kombat series. Yeah. Uh, okay. With, yeah, that would be great. With his fist full of boomstick. I remember that one. Yeah. So, lots and lots of boomsticks. But yeah, I think that would be awesome. But mm. I was I was thinking about bringing him up, but I was just all like, no, they they might actually still do it at some point. So. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Right on. Talk about favorite characters. Yep. Sorry, I'm still thinking about Max. That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> that was a really good idea. I dig it. All right, uh, I'll just throw out my favorite character. I know it's vanilla, but I love Scorpion. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's nothing wrong with loving Scorpion. I think they've, I think they've made Scorpion better in recent. I think so games. too. I, I think he was kind of one note and just kind of, yeah, kind of like, I'm a, I'm a rage ninja. Yeah. What's um, interesting is that what they did with his character after they let him have his revenge. Yes. And they let him become a real character. After they that. made him a real boy. Mm -hmm. Did y'all yeah, so actually found a watch Scorpion's Revenge, by the way? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> They've only had the digital copy for almost a year now. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. I'm sorry. I, no, I completely forgot. <laughs> It's it's You're not right. we should watch it. It's not super high on our priority list right now. We're I'm too sorry, busy. We keep forgetting. We we only have time oh, for one show me. right now. <laughs> it's like it's not high on our priority list. Yes, I can see I'm that. Sorry, no. Will is right. We should watch it. We should watch it, yeah. but Will has to play a recent game. Yeah, that just came out he last has year. Huh? He has fighting ex layer. Um, a recent Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> okay, so okay, yeah. <laughs> that way right, he can right. know what's been going on in Mortal Kombat. I have to play a recent Mortal Kombat game, and then you guys are gonna watch. I tell you what, <laughs> when I play a recent Mortal Kombat game, we watch Scorpion's Revenge together. Oh, if you want to, because <laughs> I got the Blu-ray here at the house. Mm -hmm. All I need to do is fire it up in the system, and I'm ready to roll. Mm -hmm. But anyway, favorite characters, yeah. 
yeah, I think they did better with Scorpion uh, recently. So I think that that is a gooder a gooder character now than he was in the past. Um, I guess I can go next if nobody else wants to. Go ahead. Uh, my my favorite character has since I was uh, a young boy, uh, and I, I think I mainly have to think the cartoon for it. But uh, I've I'm I've always been a big fan of Kwai Liang Sub Zero. Uh, Han Sub Zero's kind of been a massive butt and uh, continues to be a butt after he died. So uh, Kwai Liang, uh, I like that he worked his he worked really hard to earn the the title of Sub Zero. He worked really hard to uh, bring back, uh, the, um, the Lin Kuei tribe, the, the clan, uh, back to its former glory and, uh, has worked really hard to, you know, find a peace, uh, between him and Scorpion, um, and, and the Shirai Ryu and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, Sub-Zero, as and I just like him as a character, and also in recent games he's voiced by Steve Blum, and he's like my favorite voice actor. So they just keep making him better and better for me. Uh, I will go next if that's okay, unless somebody has a pressing one they just need to put out there. Nope. Nah, go for it. Um, my favorite character, and primarily because of his character design, first uh, is Goro. <laughs> yeah, Goro's cool. Mm-hmm. I just love the idea of this big old burly, huge, gigantic, monstrous type person with four arms. I mean, in the movies, I mean, we got interesting versions of Goro as well as, you know, Shiva and some of the other uh, four-armed monster types. But Goro will always be the first as far as I'm concerned, and so he's the special one. The Shokan, they were called, wasn't yep, it? Yep, they're, they're Shokan. We had a discussion about this uh, last week, I believe. Yes, because I was unaware of what they were. Because he said they said Shokan. I was like Shokan. I'm like no, Shokan. Different situation. And I like, spelled oh, it out for okay. him. <laughs> the difference between yeah. Shokan and Shokan. Him and Kentaro. Yep. And Shiva, obviously. And Shiva. Yep. Yeah. No, Goro is really cool. Like, like that is a great design. Uh, and I was surprised. Like, he's probably my favorite part of the the '95 movie. Mm-hmm. It's like. His puppetry isn't bad. No, it's really no. good. Like, considering the rest of the film, it's like, wow, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Johnny getting the punch in the nads, I mean, I mean, I mean it kind of goes par for the course, especially with Johnny's moveset. Mm-hmm. You know. A little disappointing, maybe, as, a, as an end to the big, big baddie. Right. But you you said you it much louder than woof, woof. There you go, but you know, again, again, you know, Johnny's kind of your comedy relief in that movie, so by default, he has to have the funny moment. Or to yep. quote Yoda in that wonderful little Star Wars meme from years ago, he has to have the funny joke! <laughs> funny joke. Funny joke. That's from Game Grumps, by the way. Yes. I'm aware of what it's from, I just didn't think Game about it. Game Really? But you said the meme, so I was just all like, I don't know if he knows, so I wanted yeah, to make sure I've... that you know. Yeah, I didn't know that was a game crumbs meme. Yeah, now you know. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's also my favorite game scrub thing ever. Besides that one, is the sugar bear stuff sugar that they did a while back. 
<laughs> Drinking the Cooper Golden Chris. Keep me going. Sean. Oh, Keep yeah. Going, I do know that one. <laughs> uh, hey, out, well, Granny. <laughs> well, Granny, they didn't stop the gun control lobbyists. I guess I got to sit there and go get my rights, guys. I do, I do have the right to bear arms. And I am a bear. So. I got to get that sugar cream. <laughs> <laughs> Keep me going strong. Those commercials were great. Like, going back and watching like, those old commercials, you're just like, oh my gosh. He is kind of suicidal. Like, not suicidal, <laughs> homicidal. 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 Yes. Yeah, he's gonna kill you to get those sugar crisps. That's right. Granny's gonna go down if he if he should don't just get out of his way. All he asked for was just to get them sugar crisps. It, you know, doesn't matter. And by golly, he's gonna, he's gonna get, get his cereal. That's right. He's gonna get him. He's gonna break through that safe. He's gonna be like the Kool Aid Man, son. Doesn't matter. There you go, Sugar Bear from Mortal Kombat. That's that's a power <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> he's going on strong. Hey, Shao Kahn, I'm gonna come out there and beat you. You don't give me enough sugar crisps. Can't get enough super golden crew. Keep me going, bro. <laughs> uh, I guess it's I my turn then. Yes. Yes. Um, so, not my favorite character, but just honorable mention: best uh, Mortal Kombat glow up, Ermac. Mm-hmm. Started out as a dumb palette swap ninja meme character. Yep. Now he's kind of cool. Yeah, he is cool now. Um. But my favorite character, uh, probably Quan Chi. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He's a scheming evil necromancer. That's that's right up my right up my alley. It's right there. Was Quan Chi was Quan Chi's first appearance in that uh, Sub Zero game that they did? Was he in one of the games prior? Uh, yeah, I think I think it I think was, it was. Uh, in the Sub Zero game. Was Mortal Kombat mytholo- mythology Sub Zero. But his first playable appearance was four. Yeah, Mortal Kombat four. Uh, mm-hmm. Along with Shinnok, um, mm-hmm. and I, I love Quan Chi because he serves Shinnok, but he's perfectly willing to betray him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of a star frame, if you will. Yeah, kinda. Mm-hmm. He very much is a Starscream type character, uh, and I uh, like his original costume is kind of goofy looking. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and his his new costume was was way better. Yes, they definitely but improved I, I always, on that. Like even back then, I still thought he was pretty cool. So, Evro Necromancer, dang Super right. Chris. Sugar crisp. I'm ready to begin more of the Kami Dogu. I'm going to come back and get those sugar crisp sugar bear. Ah, shout Quan Chi. You don't know the power of the sugar bear. You come on off of them sugar crisp, boy, before I come get you. Me and Stinkman are going to put it down on you if you don't give me them sugar crisp. Oh, yeah! Sugar bear's my pony! Okay, this is getting too crazy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, have we finished? Has everybody got the chance to say their favorite? Yep. I think so. Okay. So, I've got an idea for next week. I wanted to run by you guys, see what you thought. Since WandaVision will have the last last episode of WandaVision have, will have played by the time we get together. And then they're doing a behind-the-scenes show as well for that next week. And then, of course, they'll be. They'll, we'll get the uh, first 
episode of Falcon Winter Soldier. So I was thinking next week we can talk about an interesting question, which is does if if the new movie by Zach, by J.J. Abrams and um, and um, now I can't think of his name, Tanahisi Coates, if that new movie ends up casting a black Superman, does Superman being black really affect his story? So we're just not answering idea. that right now. Yeah, we're just, that, that, just, 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 yeah, just an idea, just a thought process there. That's just kind of a thing. So, because they're talking about it, and a lot of people are kind of throwing different options and opinions over it, and I've got a few of my own, and I'm sure you guys probably have an opinion or two. So I just wanted to put that out there for next week's show discussion. So that's the idea. Now, if we got other ideas, the Rasco Bros are free to you know, pick me up, throw me out of the window and say, nope, we're talking about this instead. Or something really cool happens between then and there, guess what? We'll talk about that instead. But right now, that's kind of the idea. No thoughts. So, head empty. Yep. So, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Pie Man, for joining us on this awesome Mortal Kombat collaboration thing. Oh, and of course. That was on. wonderful. Heard yes. you uh, were a big Mortal Kombat fan and knew a bunch of stuff, so the Rascals were like, hey, Pie Man knows stuff about Mortal Kombat and you know, ancient martial arts and techniques that we don't speak about. And he's, also, so we get him on the show. he's also played more than Smiter and I have. So that's why I was all like, oh, he knows things about Mortal Kombat. Uh, I've <laughs> played most of the Mortal Kombat games, yes. including uh, Special Forces. Yay. Ooh. So that, that was the Jax that, game. As I said, that was a Jax game, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, it was, the, it was the Jax beat him up. There you go. Everything can't be taken. I don't know. People people rip on the game, but I actually liked it. <laughs> well, there you go. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, I guess it's true. So, yes. anyway, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for rocking with us on this episode of Conversations about dot dot dot. Uh, Rascal Bros. Also, thank you guys very much for being willing to come on and talk about Mortal Kombat and geeky stuff. Y'all rock. Yes. Hopefully, y'all know that. If you don't already, I hopefully told you multiple times. So. Yeah. <laughs> Above all else, guys, do me a favor. Be blessed. Be blessed to somebody. Take care. 